Welcome to another episode of the Money and Business Hero podcast, where we talk about the three pillars of financial success, money mindset, money management, and money making. My name is Florian Fritz, and my guest today, Brendan Barnum, is a serial entrepreneur and CEO of HOA.com, the number one referral network for home service professionals. After learning the art and science of referrals, Brandon increased his annual income 10 times in 18 months from 20K to $200,000. He has since closed over 500 million in transactions from referrals, and he has founded multiple online referral platforms and networks, connecting more than 5 million members in 195 countries. So basically all of them. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Florian. Appreciate you having me on. Great to have you here. Now, tell us a bit about your story and how you became an expert on referrals. Well, you know, it really started out of necessity. I found out I was in college and I found out that you don't have to be married to have a kid. And so I had a, a child at the age of 22, my son, Sebastian. And by the age of 24, I had full custody. He was two years old at the time. And I was only making $20,000 a year, like you said in the intro. And I had to make a change because I started bouncing my mortgage checks. I had bought a house already, but I was bouncing my checks. And so I got into the mortgage business myself and had somebody kind of mentor me in the art and science of what I now call raving referrals. And that's where I was able to 10x my income in 18 months. And ever since that time, I've just been on a mission to empower as many people as possible with the art and science of raving referrals. Awesome. Well, uh, sounds great. Now let's get directly into that. Um, how do I get, uh, well, first of all, what is, uh, you're talking about the difference between leads and referrals. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll define that first before we talk about sure. um, how to get those referrals. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, I often teach lead is a four letter word. It's a bad thing. I don't want leads. That's just me. Some people love leads. And by lead, what I mean is, you know, somebody, you, either you bought a list and you've got some leads, maybe they came to your website. If they filled out a form, that's better. Um, a lot of people are paying for cold leads, right? They're doing ads on Facebook or other platforms and getting somebody to opt in. And those are all good opportunities and there's nothing wrong with them. However, when somebody is referred to you, by somebody that they already have a relationship with. There's a trust transfer that takes place. And that's why referred prospects are 400% more likely to hire you. It's also why they're 16% more profitable overall. And in the B2B world, business to business sales, 84% of B2B sales start with a referral. So in my opinion, from my perspective, referrals are the only way to go. Awesome. Well, 400% more likely to buy from you. Uh, uh, if that's not um, a reason to go for referrals, I don't know. So how do we do it? How do we get raving referrals? Yeah, well, there's uh, several things that you should be doing. What we always tell people, start with the referral score quiz. And you can go to referralscorequiz.com and it'll take you one, maybe two minutes to kind of self-assess where you stand on the top 10 referral best practices. And that usually identifies some gaps. So that's just kind of best practices. That's like baseline. If you get business by referrals, that's a great way to start. What I find is that a lot of people are uncomfortable asking for referrals. And so we recommend that you automate the ask 
And what that means is integrate into your funnel, your follow-ups, your invoices, your receipts, your thank you cards, even your email signature, the fact that you love helping people and that you would be happy to help anyone that your clients, customers would like to refer to. Okay, so that's kind of automating the ask, sprinkling it into your existing communications so the system asks for you and you'll just start getting more business from that very thing alone. But one of the things I often teach is what we call the art of the ask. And what that looks like is when you have a new client, a new patient, new guest, customer, whatever you define that is, before you let them leave your office or even your Zoom room, just ask them for a favor. And that favor is to be able to refer you clients at a later date. So we teach the art of the ask in three steps. The first step is setting the stage. The second step is listening for the referral triggers. And then the third step is to ASK to GET. So the first step is just setting the stage. You've got a new client, customer, you say, you know, can I ask you for a favor? They'll always either say yes, or maybe tell me more, right? That's usually the two responses you'll get. And then you'll say, you know, our business is really run by referrals and we love helping people like you get these types of results. And then you basically restate your commitment to helping them have a wow experience with your business, right? And then you say, once we've really wowed you with our service and delivered above and beyond, I'd like to ask you if it would be okay to ask you for referrals later on. Now, you're not putting them on the spot right now, although you're going to find some people will give you a referral right then and there because they'll be like, you know what, now that you mentioned it, I have a client, a customer, an aunt, a niece, whoever it is that could use your services and they'll refer you right on the spot. But the real goal is to set the stage. And setting the stage is all about the fact that you're going to commit to superior service and results. Now, once you've done that, you want to be listening for the referral triggers. And what that sounds like is sometimes people will actually say, wow, this is awesome. You know, you've done such a great job. But it's an expression of appreciation. Thank you, Florian, for you know having me on. You did such an amazing job. And that's listing for the referral triggers. It's thanks. It's wow. It's, oh my gosh, I've saved so much money. I've made so much money. I've saved so much time. I look great, feel great. Whatever your service delivers, that's listening for the referral trigger. And now it's time to ASK to GET. And I say it that way because that's how my mentor taught it to me. But it's, you've got to ask if you want to receive. And it's real simple. Once you hear that wow moment, you just say, I'm so glad to hear that. I love helping people like you get results like this. And we're on a mission to help even more people. So do you have anyone in your life that would benefit from this and could appreciate getting the same type of result? So with that process, you'll feel comfortable your client will feel will feel comfortable and you'll start getting more raving referrals. Wow. Awesome. Sounds sounds easy. <laughs> yeah, it's super easy. And you know, I had to learn it myself. That wasn't something that was taught to me. But once I cracked the code on that and integrated that into my process, it was amazing how many more opportunities came my way. And that's really everything you did to 10x your income but in 18 months. 
No, no, that's not everything. That's just a key. The real difference maker is creating referral partnerships. And it's partnering with companies and people that are already serving your perfect prospects in complementary industries, right? So for me, I was in the mortgage business. So when I was asking everyone that was around me that was successful, you know, earning six figures a year, they all said the same thing, which is their business was all coming from other people, right? They were getting these referrals from other people. So I started building relationships with realtors, obviously, but also financial advisors, accountants, attorneys, and then all of the blue collar people, contractors and you know moving companies, people that were serving homeowners every day. And what I did was I created the solution to their challenge because they would often have clients asking them about interest rates, about refinancing or about purchasing. And so I wanted to make sure that if anything came up, that they knew how to refer me and that I would provide the solution to their client's challenge. And now we've created it as the referral partner blueprint. Um, and so we really teach this whole process, what to say, who to partner with, how to do that. And so you can get that for free at hoa.com slash blueprint. But that's the biggest key. And quite frankly, the biggest gap that I see, Florian, is most people don't create strong referral partnerships. Okay. So referral partnerships is obviously, uh, if you find good partners, will bring you more than your clients uh, themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And what you want to do is you want to create partnerships and formalize partnerships with people that you like hanging out with, right? You've got to know them, like them, and trust them. So it does take time. You do need to invest in those relationships. But if you think about the top 10 services that your clients use from other providers, and you just find one person in each of those industries to be on your, what we call a trusted team, and now you've got the resource because your clients are going to come to you asking about these other services anyway. So you want to have a resource that you're recommending consistently. And when you do that formally and you consistently give them business, they're going to give back to you. We take it a step farther at HOA.com. We actually create automated co-marketing campaigns so that when our home service pros create their profile on HOA.com, they can send out our home safe report automatically to every one of their homeowners in their database. And that gives their homeowners a monthly follow-up email to keep them top of mind and to add value. It includes a, an updated report on the value of their home, along as information about their community, and then also events that are happening in their local area. So once our pros set that up one time, it's set it and forget it. And not only do they promote themselves to the homeowners they serve, it also promotes their trusted team and their referral partners. So they're cross promoting each other and it's automatic. It's set it and forget it. Awesome, sounds great. Now, this somehow makes intuitive sense for home service professionals, right? Yeah. Are there other, I don't know, groups uh, of, professions uh, that you do that uh, as well, or at least you have the ideas for? Oh yeah, so my last company was refer.com. We talked about that on the intro. We had 5 million members. Well, about half of those 
were B2B pros, business to business, where they were selling services to business owners. And the same strategy applies. If we change the lens from homeowner to business owner, now you think about the services that those business owners need, right? And they may benefit, they may have an accountant, they may have an attorney, they may have a business coach, they, they probably need help with marketing, they may have somebody that does their printing, depending on what kind of industry they're in. Uh, there's a whole host of other services that they will use, technology services and copywriting, video, there's so many different things. And in the book, we give a whole list of the types of professionals you should think about partnering with. But it really comes down to who is already serving the people you want to serve, who already has the relationship. And if they just start promoting you to their clients, you're going to win more business. Okay. And how do you win those partners? Well, you approach them strategically. We kind of have a three-step process, right? First, you identify who is it that we're looking to partner with. And it starts with, think about who do you already refer business to? Okay, number one, who do your clients come to you with challenges that you're going to refer that business to others? If you already have people, then you want to sit down with them and formalize your referral partnership and make sure that not only are you sending business to them, but they're sending business to you also. So that's number one is who do you refer business to? Number two is who is sending you business? Like we're at the end of 2023 as we record this podcast. And if you went back and look at all your clients and customers that you got this year, and you did an inventory of where you got them from, were they referred to you? Did they come through a Facebook ad? Was it from social media? Was it an event that you were at? Was it an ad that you ran? Really understand your business. And what you're going to find is there's some people that are already sending you business. Now, how do you deepen that relationship so they're sending more to you? And then the third thing that we recommend is you look at all of the people in your phone, you go through the contacts in your phone. Once you've identified the industries and the professions of the people that you want to be sending you business and doing business with, the reality is most people that are listening already have some of those contacts in their phone, but they've never approached them and said, let's sit down and actually create a referral plan of how we're going to grow our business together. That's what we help them do. Awesome. Well, sounds great. Uh, if anybody would like your help, where do they go? Yeah, so you can go to brandonbarnum.com. That's kind of my catch-all site that has all kinds of information. You'll see hoa.com there. You'll see the referral score quiz. You'll also see a personality profile called Bank that's pretty amazing. Uh, so that's a good spot. You can go to hoa.com. You can go to ravingreferrals.com. So those are all good resources. Awesome. Now, you're making some money with this as well, Brandon? Yes, sir. You are. Okay, that's good. Uh, so how important is money for you personally? You know, money is so important. And for a long time, I sort of resisted it because I, I got into giving. And really, that's my focus. My reason for being is impact more so than income. But I realized that if the more impact that you want to create, the more income that you need. And so money is the measurement of the service and the value that you provide to others. 
the more value that you add, the more money you receive. So money is the measurement and it's also the resource that allows you to create a lot more impact. Mm, awesome. Love this answer. Thank you. And for other people, to help other people to get more of that money to be able to have more impact, what is your best wealth building tip for our audience? Yeah, well, I've sort of shared it in the referral partner blueprint, but it's really being an entrepreneur for most people, right? And if you're working a, a W-2 day job right now, look at what can you do to add on and create multiple streams of income. You know, in our HOA.com platform, we have several different streams of income that come to us. And part of what we love doing is helping other people make money. So we have our own ambassador program. It's referral rewards. And we give people the opportunity to add additional mailbox money uh, just by sharing what we're doing with others. And you should be doing that in your business too. So if it's legal in your industry, you might consider adding a referral rewards program to incentivize people to send you business and reward them with either, you know, kind of a finder's fee or an ongoing revenue share, which is what we do on the lifetime revenue that they help bring in. Awesome. That was one more thing I wanted to ask you if you would recommend to have an affiliate program or something. Definitely. Yeah. So what we find, I mean, over 25 years, what I've found is about half of people are comfortable receiving income from recommendations and referrals. The other half aren't as comfortable. So for the people that aren't comfortable, what we say is, you know, we'll be happy to make a charitable donation to the charity of your choice. So if you don't want to receive the income personally, let us know where we can send it. Okay, that's a great idea to help those people who don't want money. <laughs> okay. Not everybody has the money mindset that you have, Florian. Yeah, true. That's something we need to work on. <laughs> so if you have any problem with receiving money, keep listening to this podcast. We have episodes helping you with that. Or definitely become a great receiver. That's necessary to build wealth as well. You know, it's interesting, Florian, because you're talking about mindset. And one of the other things that I find stops people is they don't like to sell, right? And they get this block around selling. And so what I always recommend is that they shift their mind 180 degrees. And instead of thinking about selling, because to them, it feels manipulative, right? They're trying to get somebody to do something they may want to do. Well, what if instead of that, you focus on serving. And really it's about serving your clients, your customers and your community. And then you're not selling at all. You're just helping people. And that's literally what I tell my team we do at HOA.com. We help people help people. And when you come from that heart and energy, that vibe of serving rather than selling, everything starts to click for you. Awesome. Thank you. I'm sure that helps many people to get rid of that Block, oh my God, I, I can't be salesy. I don't know anybody that likes to sell, but I know a lot of people that like to serve. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Thank you so much for coming, Brandon. I think that was a great quick overview on how to grow your business um, by referrals. Anything you want to add? Anything we, want, we forgot? The, the last sort of golden nugget I'm going to leave you with is it's so important that you get crystal clear on not just your why, but your vision for life. I always call it living life by design instead of life by default. I see 
a lot of people that are just going through their days without really any vision that calls them forward and gets them excited every day. And so my mentor, Mark Victor Hansen, challenged me to write 101 goals. And I ended up writing 338. And, you know, I, I have my goals written right here and I've got them written for the next through the year 2050, right? So I've got some big goals that are going to take decades to accomplish, but it gives me direction and it gives my life purpose. So figure out what it is that you want to achieve, to create, to manifest or experience in your life write it down, have an actual date by which you want to accomplish that thing. And you'll be amazed how quickly things start to show up in your world. Awesome. Now that's absolutely a golden nugget. <laughs> know your goals and not just one or two, but 101 or even better, the more, the more, the better, right? Absolutely. Great. Thanks for coming, Brandon. And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to like and leave a review this episode and subscribe. So we see you again on the next show. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Money and Business Hero podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you got some value from it. Please take a moment to leave a rating or even better, a review. That helps awesome people like you to find the show and me to produce more and even better episodes. And don't forget to subscribe. If you want to get regular free tips, tools, techniques on how to build wealth and financial freedom, or simply how to improve your financial life in all three pillars of financial success, join my free Money Hero Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Money Hero, find the link in the description, or find out more on the website moneyheroacademy.com. See you there.